the Damon Runyon Theater. Once again, the Damon Runyon Theater brings you another story by the master storyteller, Damon Runyon. And this one, Maybe a Queen. Can we tell it to you? Here is Broadway. Thanks. This is a story about a guy and a doll. The guy's name is Jack O'Donoghue, who is a shoe clerk. And the doll's name is Ida Peter, who is one of the advantages of being in the first row at a musical comedy where the view is good. It begins on a summer night sometime back in Bryant Park at 6th Avenue and 42nd Street. Various citizens are enjoying the night air and ventures are in good use. But it so happens that Jack is sitting on one that has nobody else on it. That is, until up walks Ida Peters and sits down. Then the scene is as follows. Uh, <coughs> uh, excuse me, miss. What for? Well, you see, I... Look, I came here to get a breath of air. I am not trying to find company. It so happens this was the only empty spot. Uh, I, I know that, miss, but you see... It, my hat. What? You're on it. Oh. Oh. I'm sorry. <laughs> It's okay. Not a very good hat. Here. Thanks. Yeah. Well, uh, good night. Uh, just a minute. Yeah? I, I'm sorry I blew my top like that, but... Oh, but... it's all right. I guess you thought I was being fresh. Sure, but I should have known better. You sure? Uh-huh. When you got up just then, the light hit your face. Oh, well, now I'm sorry. For what? I should never stand in the light. When I was a little kid, the other kids called me... What did they call you? Froggy. Oh. I've outgrown it a little. Sure. Well, good night, miss. Good night. Hey! Yeah? Hey! Your hat! Oh. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, good night. Yeah. Good night. That is the way it begins. A doll like Ida Peters, who may not be the best looking in the world, but doesn't have to move over for anybody, and Jack O'Donoghue, who does not represent a doll's dream and never will. Now, what happens is considered practically incredible by everybody. And what that is, I will tell you in a minute. <laughs> Now, back to the Damon Runyon Theater and the famous story, Maybe a Queen. Well, like I say, Ida and Jack meet up in Bryant Park. And this meeting goes on for quite a few nights. If anybody asks Ida why she goes there, it's a little better than six to five, she will not know. That is, until one night, when they are taking a little walk. Jack, I'll have to leave you in a little while. Leave? Are you going away? No, not leaving town, if that's what you mean. That's what I mean. I'll stick around for a while. 
No, uh, I'm meeting somebody at midnight. Oh. Uh, here in the park? No. It's 11.40. I know. You got a date, huh? How'd you know? I never kid myself. What do you mean? I always take a walk with in the park. If we stay out from under the light, I get to stop. There. Now, look. Maybe your trouble is thinking bad things about yourself. Sure, you're not handsome. I wouldn't even call you nice-looking. Your nose is on all wrong. Your mouth slants in a funny way. But you're beautiful. But you've got nice eyes. They're, well, honest and clean. Thanks. I guess I like you better than any guy I've ever met. How big a field is that? Pretty big, Jack. Mm-hmm. Pretty big. I admit it. I wish you wouldn't to me. But I keep things on the level. You want me to walk you to the edge of the park? No. Will you be here tomorrow night? Will you? It's the only time of day I look forward to. It's the only time any time matters. It's the only time New York looks good to me. Jack. Cut out. I die. Okay. Okay. So you kiss me. That gives you a ticket to what? I love you. I don't love you. No, I guess not. I don't love you. I never will. I... Oh, for the love of mine. I do. I do. But forget it. Forget I said it. Forget you said it. Why? I've got a date in ten minutes. You're going to keep Yes, I am. Well, don't look at me like that. I, I was wondering. I was wondering about tomorrow night. No. Good night, Ivan. Goodbye. Oh. Sure. Goodbye. What's the matter? Why'd you stop? I... Same time. Same time. Tomorrow night. For now, Ida is in love with Jack, and he certainly is more than somewhat gone about her. But all it ever amounts to is those meetings in the park. And why? Well, I find out about two weeks later when I run into Ida in Mindy's. Or she runs into me while I am sitting there. Hello, Broadway. Hello, Ida. Sit down. Thanks. Show is going all right? Fine. Anything wrong? Wrong? Why? Do I look it? Uh-huh. Yeah. Everything's wrong. You know Jack O'Donoghue? Slightly. He's a clerk. He hasn't got a dime, and he never will have. There are some people who have the knack of being able to stay flat broke. Well, why does it have to be him? Is he very special? Extra. I am listening. Broadway, take a good look at me. It is a pleasure. What do you see? Mm, lots. I'm good looking. There is no exaggeration in that. Lots of guys go for me. That is a well-known fact. I could do all right. Yes, you could. But not if I marry Jack. He asks you? Tonight. But I won't. I swear I won't. Why should I? I can do better, lots better. That is true. You ever live in a one-room flat in the tenement? In the summer, it's so hot, the air is like a blanket with hot water poured over it. In the winter, you put on all the clothes you've got and still you freeze. 
You hear the kids yelling and the neighbors fighting. You ever live like that? Yes, I do. Well, you want to go back to it? No. Then why should I? I have got no answer for that. I can do all right. There are a hundred girls who did all right. Grabbed themselves what they could. Even titles, like a duchess, countess. Why shouldn't I? Maybe even get to be a queen, huh? Why not? What about Jack O'Donnell? Oh, shut up. Okay. I didn't mean that. I know. Look, Ida, if you want advice, I have got none to give. If you ask me for something good in the fourth, at hire Leo, okay? If you want to know where there is a quiet game where somebody can turn a few bobs, okay, too. But if you were asking me to put up a sign inside you, telling you which way you should go, I am sorry. I am all out of that kind of advice. In fact, I never touched a stuff. Sure. I get it. It's all up to me, huh? It is all up to you. I guess I had it figured out before I saw it. Yeah, I know I did. So, the next night, Ida meets Jack in the park as usual. But this time, she has got something to tell him. And the scene is as fun. You're quiet tonight, Ida. Mm-hmm. Anything wrong? Nothing's right. I'd like to make it all right, Ida. If you'll give me half a chance. Jack. Look, let me get this all out before I get myself twisted so I can't talk. Last night, I asked you to marry me because I love you. And you love me. Yeah, I love you, but I don't love what you mean. Besides, I... I'm getting married. You're kidding. No. I'm going away with him next week. Who? Who? You don't even know him. He's from out of town. Saw me in a show. Money? You make it sound like something dirty. No. Just... Just something in the way. That's right. You know, right here I should get up off this bench and say a lot of words. I should tell you you're doing the wrong thing. You'll be sorry. But I can't, Ida. I just can't. Good luck. Wait a minute. Jack, listen, don't be sore. I'm not. I guess it takes a spot like this to make a guy realize what a dope he really is. Listen. I love you. I'm going away, but I'll be back. When? A year from tonight, right here, to see you. What? Sure. Sure, both of us. Just like the first night we met, right here. Every year on the same day. Why? Why, Ivor? I don't know. Maybe it's just that I... I gotta have that much left. If you get married, do the same. You mean that? I swear it, Jack. Okay, Ida. I'll be here. Every year, same date, same time. So will I. Well, there are some people who will say that this is a crazy idea and it will never happen. But if you will wait, I will tell you how wrong some people can be. And I will also tell you what happens because of it in a minute.
And now, back to the Damon Runyon Theater and the famous story, Maybe a Queen. Well, Ida does get married, and she does leave New York. And the guy she marries has more than enough of the stuff that makes the world go round in an expensive way. Then it is a year later, and the scene is the same spot in Bryant Park where Ida and Jack first meet. It is exactly the same time. And what happens is this. Hi, Ida. Jack. Jack, how are you? Pretty good. Can I sit down? Sure. Of course I am. How you been? Wonderful. Oh, you look swell. You're as beautiful as ever. But are you happy, Ida? I've got what I want. Yeah, makes it okay, I guess. How's your husband? I... I don't know. We've separated. Oh, well, I'm sorry. Don't be. Somebody else has asked me to marry him. I can go to Reno and get a quick divorce. Sure, that's easy. The man who wants me to marry him is wealthy. Wealthier than the first. Mm-hmm. But, uh, Jack, you and I. Yeah, what about us, Ida? What about us? We love each other. You still love me. I've never been able to talk myself out of it. Nor I. You're leaving now? Yes. Kiss me goodbye. Same time. Next year. Same time. I'll be here. So Ida and Jack leave it that way. And the next year they meet, and the next. Meantime, Ida keeps making good scores for herself. We are keeping count along the stem, and the book chose four husbands and some financial arrangements, which are certainly not five and ten. But there is never a word of bad talk, and she tells each husband about Jack and Demi. We figure this is a smart angle, because not one of her husbands is able to put a smudge against her. Then one night, I run into Jack O'Donoghue and Mindy, and the scene is as follows. <coughs> Hello, Broadway. How are you? Just fine, Jack. How you doing? Oh, good, I guess. <laughs> if you do not mind my mentioning, you do not look so good. Now well, I got a cold, a cough. You see a doctor? Tomorrow. Hmm. How is Ida? Oh, I saw her tonight. She's fine. You wouldn't recognize her, Broadway. She's a lady. Real lady. She even talks different now. And she's been all over the world. Told me all about the places you read about. Uh, Biarritz, Cannes. Even whistle stops in Africa and India. Yeah, I guess Ida moves around quite a bit. But no matter where she is, she always turns up in Bryant Park on the same day, huh? She never misses. <coughs> Gee, a year goes slow. Jack, what will you do if she ever does miss one of those meetings? She won't. Maybe something will keep her away. Nothing could. Listen to me, Jack. I watch you now for a long time. You are sick. Broke. Oh, I got a few dollars. Wait a second. What I am trying to say is that someday Ida might not get to Bryant Park for your date. You have got to think about that. Right now, you keep alive for just one day a year. 
That's right, Broadway. 364 days in bed. One day I come alive. She might miss one of these years. She won't. Stop saying it. Okay, Jack. But in uh, meantime, if you have a name... Oh, I'll get along. It's okay. <laughs> Go see a doctor. Sure. Sure, tomorrow. Okay, Jack. Meantime, uh, take it easy. Sure. I always take it easy. And some more years go by. And some more. We watch Jack. And for every one year the rest of us live, Jack puts on about five. He gets gray. And it seems he cannot hold on to a dime. He just does not care. In the meantime, Ida Peters adds to her score. We see her picture in the papers quite a bit and always in society. Each new husband is a step up for her until finally she hits dead center of the target. I read it in the blitz. So does Jack. And when they meet again in Bryant Park, the scene is as follows. I read all about it, Ida. It's swell. Thank you, Jack. Guess this will be our last time together. What makes you say that? Oh, Jack, you're sick. Broadway told me you won't see a doctor. Oh, I'll be all right. I didn't mean I was going to kick off. I just meant you'd be living in Europe now that you're going to marry a prince. Yes. I walked up the ladder without missing a single run. There's no place else to go. I guess this is it, Jack. What I've always wanted. They say he's a pretty nice guy. Yes, he is. And I told him about you, Jack. Oh? What did he say? It was one of the conditions under which I'd marry him, that I'd see you every year. All the way from Europe? If I have to, yes. He hasn't got a country. There was a revolution. But he's a prince, and you'll be a princess. Princess Ida Peters Watkins Van Goring Courtright Benson Morgan Stooping de Moran. The last name will be on my stationery. The others were the rungs. You'll be here next year. I promise. I've never missed. Please. Don't ever. No matter what happens, I'll be here. So Ida Peters marries a guy who carries the handle of Prince Paul de Morin. And she becomes the Princess de Morin. And from what we hear and read, this is probably her last time at bat in matrimony. She has got what she wants. And each year she turns up in Bryant Park to meet Jack O'Donoghue. Then, it is some time later, Ida and the Prince are in New York in their hotel. Ida. Ida, my dear, where are you? Right here. Ida, I have just received this cablegram. Here, please read it. Oh. What does this mean? Exactly what it says, my dear. I'm no longer Prince Paul, but King Paul, the fifth. King Paul? The people want me back. Ida, Ida, this will give me the chance to do what I want for my country. And you, you will be a queen. No. No. No, but of course. What is it, my dear? You look frightened. I was just thinking of what someone said a long time ago. Oh? What is that? 
Nothing. Hmm. <laughs> I cannot blame you for being so, so stunned. I was the same when I received the cablegram. But now, I must cancel all engagements. There's no time to waste. Either take only what you will need on the plane. We shall have the rest of our luggage sent over later. When? When are you leaving? We are leaving immediately, my dear. I have chartered the plane. It leaves in half an hour. I'm not ready. Where is Tooth, my dear? Anything. Well, please, do not stand there looking. Paul, there's something I must do first. There's nothing you can do first. I must be in my country tomorrow afternoon at the latest. Paul, I'll join you there later. You cannot. They will want to see you. Think of it, Ida. We will... I'll join you later. The day after tomorrow. There's something I must do tonight. Oh, this Jack O'Donoghue. Yes. No. That is over. Please, Paul, listen to me. No. You will listen to me. For a long time now, I put up with this sentimental nonsense you feel for this man. It's not nonsense. That is all it is. As long as I am an ex-patriot, it does not matter. But now that I go back as king, and you as queen, there must not be one breath of scandal. Scandal? There's never been any scandal about me. You do not understand there will be those who will ridicule, talk. Let them. I cannot afford it. I cannot go with you tonight. They're wasting time. Get ready. No. Ida, I will say it once more. Get ready. Paul, I can't. You don't understand, Jack. I will hear no more of that. It is over. Finished. I am going to meet him. You are? Yes. Then you force me to say something I do not want to say, Ida. Look into the mirror. Look. What do you see? A woman of 40. A woman who has lived quite a good deal. A woman who is no longer as beautiful as once she was. I am sorry, but it is the truth. You have no money of your own anymore. What you have, I gave you. The jewels, everything. Either I give you this chance to go with me. If you do not take it... Don't threaten me, Paul. It is not a threat. Believe me. You wouldn't do it. But yes. But yes. I have my pride, too. If you stay here tonight and meet this man, it is a slap in my face. That I will not take even from you. Either... What are you doing? Leaving you everything. Here. This ring. This is mine. The rest is yours. You are making the decision. Yes. Yes, Paul. It is one I should have made years ago. Hello there. Have you seen Jack? Jack? No. Why? He's not in the park. He is not at... Oh, this is the night you have the date with. But he's not there. I just left. I do not see him for some time. In fact, almost a week. Help me find him. Please help me find him. Okay, Ida. Take it easy. You call his hotel? Yes, he left him plenty of time to get to the park by 11. But he wasn't there. I waited. He wasn't there. How long do you wait? Five minutes. Well, maybe you do not give him enough time. Come on. We will go to the park and see. You 
He's not here, Broadway. This is the place. Yes, he's not here. Where is he, Broadway? Where is he? You are very excited. He's got to be here. He's got to be here. There is a taxi pulling up. Although I do not think Jack has enough tour to take a cab from here to five feet away. Broadway. It is. It's Jack. Yeah, but... Come on. Look, buddy, please, let me get you to a hospital. Take me over there. Jack! Hi there, honey. Hey, you, Hacky, what is the matter? He stepped right in front of me, ran out on the street. I was... I was late. I was trying to hurry. Honest, it wasn't my fault. He steps right in front against the light. He won't let me take him to a dock or a hospital. Sadly, he had to get here. Told me he'd kill me if he did. I think he would have. Jack, Broadway, he... It is bad. Real bad. Look, let's get him to a dock or something, please. No, no, never mind. It wasn't your fault. Go away. Please, go away. Mr. I... It I, is okay, uh, fellow. We will take care of it. You got my number in case. Sure, sure. Yeah. Let me sit down here. here. Take it easy, Jack. Sure. Broadway, stop that driver. We're going to the hospital. No. No use, I'm telling you. <coughs> it's no use. I'm kind of busted inside. I would have waited for you, Jack. I would have waited. I know, honey. But I always like to be here first. Gee, Ida, I'm sorry I was late. Late? You? I'm the one who's late. Very late. Well, there's not much more to tell. We get Jack to a hospital, and the doc tells us that he has a 50-50 chance if his lungs are okay. But they are not. It is some hours later when I and I leave the hospital. And Jack. There is nothing more to do. But the story is not over. And what the payoff is, I will tell you in a minute. Everybody is sorry to hear about Jack, and everybody says that Ida Peters gives him a bum shake. But what do they know about it? Anyhow, I do not see Ida until a long time afterward, when I stop in a place for a cup of coffee about three in the morning, and who is there but Ida? She sees me, gives me a smile, and says, I'm very glad to see you, Broadway. And me, you. It is a long time. Uh-huh. Why do you not come around anymore? I'd have to part the Oh, well, you could go the other way. I can't. Yeah. You, uh, you are looking well. Okay, I guess. You never change. Oh, I am a landmark. If I change, a lot of people will lose their way around the staff. <laughs> sure. I, uh, I see by the papers that a prince is now a king. Yes, he is. And you could be a queen. Like rolling off a log. Well, what are you going to have? Me? Coffee. Coming right up. You know, I'll bet this is the only coffee joint in town with a waitress whose ex-husband is a king. And so ends the famous Damon Runyon story, Maybe a Queen. Listen in again next week for... The Damon Runyon Theater.
Damon Runyon Theater with John Brown as Broadway is directed by Richard Sandville and the stories adapted for radio by Russell Hughes. Vern Carstensen is in charge of production. This is a Mayfair production. Thank <laughs> you.